llevas un limón en la cabeza Con mucha guasa, más que sorpresa ¿Quién va a ponerte un limón en la cabeza? La bala raza que te tropieza Viene a ponerte un limón en la cabeza Un limón en la cabeza Un limón en la cabeza Sobremesa, pan a ponerte un limón en la cabeza, como lo matan con gran destreza, pan a quitarle su limón de la cabeza, y aquí lo vemos con entereza, ja. y nos ponemos un limón en la cabeza, como lo vive, como lo besas, The amazing eerie silence as I walk up, fantastic, thank you all for coming, welcome to Joke Workshop at Mutiny Radio on Monday nights. I'll go fuck myself, but you guys can make it loud for yourselves. How about that? Fantastic. That's a little pup. Yep, she is ferocious. Takes after her father. All right. <laughs> Already sexually harassed the first and only woman to walk in today. Fantastic. Thanks, Bean. Killing it. This is my puppy. She will be in and out as I come in and out. Um, that's something we're going to all have to, to work around. I think that's awesome. I think that helps with the whole joke workshop part. Um, because out in the field, ladies and gentlemen, you will have distractions. You will have TVs on. You will have people talking during your set. You know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to fucking power through that. You may not always have puppies that are this adorable. But you will have some fucking assholes at bars. And they will not just bark like an adorable little fake puppy. They will be yelling and hollering and slamming stuff. And it'll be fantastic. And you will not want to be there. But you know what you have to do? You have to finish another eight fucking minutes. So you have to get through it. That's what you're here to do. You're here to train and get better. And, uh, and I, being the legend that I am, Pam Benjamin asked me, and capital P, the other San Francisco fucking legend, to co-host and, uh, and guest host this. So that's why we're here. Obviously, I'm being fucking sarcastic. Um, hopefully, we can break the tension. I have only one joke I want to work on today. Hunter uh, Stair, ladies and gentlemen. I, growing up, always wanted to be a superhero. I wanted to be like, like Professor X. I wanted to be, I wanted to be like really smart because like I'm not. So like I wanted to be like super smart. I wanted to like know everything. I wanted to be able to like do everything, like any superpower. But at the end of the day, like it wouldn't have mattered because nothing would have gotten done. Like my laundry would never have gotten folded or washed. Dishes would still be piled up. Nothing's getting fucking done. It'd be a waste, just like my life. It would be, it would be, what's the point? What's the point? Magneto. I like that because it's like you can move metal, but you can't move everything. There's like limitations, and I need that in my life, you know? I think that would make the most sense if I was to have a superpower. So that's my joke. Fantastic. Any thoughts? Any concerns? Any comments? Fantastic. That's wonderful. Are you guys ready to get this started? Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, the donation is $2, ladies and gentlemen. If you cannot do that, you can always just go and get some fucking soap because we're out, and that would be great. Soap doesn't fit inside of this. 
uh, coins do and dollar bills. Great. Are you guys ready for your first performer? You guys ready to give some tips and tricks and helpful advice on some jokes? Are we ready to do that? Yeah. We are ready to do that. Okay, cool. Awesome. Shane Kinney, ladies and gentlemen. How's everyone doing? I'm Shane Kenny. I know what you're thinking. The band didn't work out and now he's telling jokes. Let's be honest, that's pretty accurate. Um, anyone here watch Doomsday Preppers? Anyone? It's a fun show because you get to see what happens to the people who take Fox News way too seriously. Like it's all the people who kept building forts after they were kids. And it's cool because you have all these, for those of you who don't know the show, first of all, it's all of these rednecks in the middle of nowhere building weapons and bunkers. And it's funny because they all have these different reasons, like nukes or Muslims or nuclear Muslims, you know. Um, but it's cool because all these people, despite the reasons, they just secretly want an apocalypse to happen because it means all the crazy shit they built will have been of use, and they get the joy of saying, see, told you it wasn't crazy. It's like, why did you build this machine gun mounted to your ATV? I'm too fat to get off of it and move around. That way I can mow down targets. You know, st or my favorite one is they built a cannon on their roof that can't turn. Okay? And the guy asks, like, what do you do if they attack from the back? Uh, just froze up completely. Did not postulate the reality that, oh, maybe they'll see the cannon from the roof and might go around. But it's a fun show to watch. Um, it's like where I'm going to end up in a few years. Um, I like that there are people who are worried that white supremacists and the Christians are going to stop America from racially mixing or getting gayer. Since the day I was born, all I've seen is America get more accepting and gayer. It's like there's this gay multiracial wave sweeping over the country. And anyone who's worried about it are people who can't swim. Like in San Francisco, we're chill. We're fine. We're going to survive the flood. But it's the people who can't postulate living in that kind of an environment. So, um, there's times, like, I know that I should be happy, like, uh, I've gone to a lot of therapy and psychiatry, I know y'all are thinking, of course, um, but sometimes my brain just does not give me the chemicals I need. Like, my brain's just a real shitty weatherman, I'm like, hey, it's nice that we should be happy, it's like, no, it's sad. It's just raining sad. It's like, okay, um... And I realized this is why I do a lot of risky things, adrenaline, crazy things. Like I'll go cliff hiking on psychedelics for fun or say a really far off joke premise that's probably going to get me in trouble just because that's the stuff that like then my brain's like, oh, there's it gives me like oxytocin, adrenaline, the chemicals for joy. And I'm like, oh, cool. And because like I have to like fight to get my serotonin receptors out like I just envisioned my last three serotonin receptors as the last three dudes in a trench in World War I. They're just huddled up, freaking out, going, 
We're not going out there, man. They've just seen hundreds of their cranium comrades killed off by my depression and drug usage, and they're just holding in for the long run at this point. This is cool. Um, I love the liveliness. It's like, oh boy. Left a quiet room for this. All right. Um, I'm Shane Kenny. It's my time. All righty. Any questions, comments, concerns? Thought the opener was great. How Van Fail started in comedy. Find a microphone. Oh, <laughs> cool. That was the only joke that wasn't new. <laughs> um, no, that's great. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, a year. A year, yeah. So eventually, like, so you're obviously a writer. Was that a lot of that from memory, or was that riffing? Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Uh, <laughs> Okay. It was written. It was yeah. So you could so you're um, you're writing funny, and then just by doing it for another year, like eventually the writing language will turn into stage language, and then it'll be more fluid. But yeah, I know it's great. You know beats and stuff, but um, but yeah, great job. Love the feedback here. All right, make it loud for Sean Kenny, ladies and gentlemen, one more time. All right. So your next comic, I want you guys to make it very loud. Max Eddy, ladies and gentlemen. Great to be here. I'm excited. Uh, I'm living with my parents right now. Um, I actually really like living with my parents. Uh, what I don't like is when my city friends try to pity me about it. Like my friends will just be like, oh, you live with your parents? That's okay. You'll figure it out. Motherfucker, I figured it out. <laughs> like you got eight roommates. I got two and one of them loves me. Right? Like, you'll figure it out, okay? Now, I told I live with my mom and my stepdad, Dan, and I told Dan that joke, and he goes, oh, you really think only one of us loves you? It's like, uh, it's not funny if I have two loving parents, Dan. That's not, it's not comedy, dude. Being fucking, okay, let's do this. This is the reason no one laughed at that joke. That's, that's it, dude. That's fucking, okay, there we go. Um, my stepdad's a boring dude. Uh, he, uh, he, he just, like, will talk to me and just assume I understand what he's saying a lot of the time. It's really annoying. Like, uh, one time I just walked into the living room and he just hits me with this question. He just goes, did you see the mother outside? I'm like, you mean my mom? He's like, no, uh, there's actually a, a blue jay uh, that's outside that just built a nest. I'm like, how the fuck was I supposed to know you're talking about a bird? Like, that doesn't make it, like, I don't describe animals by their familial connections. You know, I, like, if, if I see the dog, I'm not like, oh, the uncle shit on the carpet. That doesn't make any sense, okay? It's dumb. But, um, now he, he just, he's a boring dude. He just talks about the weather a lot. Like, he'll just, that's how he starts conversations. Just, oh, it was, it rained really hard yesterday. Yeah, I was there. Like, it was, I was there for the whole thing. Like, it wasn't, that's not interesting to me. Oh, like, climate change is getting really bad. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to live through it. You're going to die. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, have you guys thought about how, like, climate change, like, is going to kill us just because it wasn't, like, interesting enough? Like, we just weren't able to make climate change sexy, and that's why no one really cares enough, you know? Like, think about it. Like, with 9-11, you saw those towers go down, and you were just like, what the? Fuck, like these terrorists gotta go down. We gotta do something about this. But then you see a glacier collapse and you're like, oh, it makes ripples in the waves. Like that's, it's just, you gotta make it more fun, right? What I'm saying is we gotta fly planes right into some glaciers, dude. That's what we, that's what we gotta do. And honestly, like that'll go viral for like a day. So I think we gotta do it like every day. Just fly a different plane in, 
We'll fill it with some, we gotta make it go viral, dude. So we're gonna fill the planes with fucking like cute little puppies and goats that sound like people. That's what I'm thinking, just fly it. Okay, um, <laughs> that was silly. Actually, last night I was talking about climate change and then I, um, I asked if people believed in climate change and everyone clapped and I was like, why are you all still wearing clothes? And I took my shirt off. Uh, and it was really cool. It was, I'm not gonna do it now, but I can just, you guys can just imagine it and it, it'd be great. I have abs. Um, I, yeah, um, it's, I don't. I have body dysmorphia though. I think I have abs and it's like, um, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking, I think I look dope. I think I look like the fucking David statue, dude. But no, it's a, it's a blob of <laughs> glacier right here, dude. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do I have anything else? No, I think, I think I'm actually good. All right, make a laugh for Max Eddie. I like how you like change your posture, like with, when you're like your arms, like on your, your hips. I think that's like, it's just funny. Awesome. Just the, uh, was that just a rant at the end or is that actual stuff you're working on? Um, it was the a body dysmorphia oh, stuff. The body dysmorphia. I, I had that thought last night okay. when I took my shirt off. So. Oh, well that's funny. I just, I, I, it was, it was all good. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to show it, but I, I like stuff where you kind of go to more you as a person, like, like the global warming stuff is interesting, but it's, it's more like kind of an outside perspective. And I like stuff that has like more of your personality in your own material. So the body morph dysmorphia stuff, I think just, just resonates with me more just because it's more, it's more about you as a person. That's fair. And that's your, like your view of the world. And there's something funny about starting with a very positive eye of abs and then going, yeah, like that's yeah. Just yeah. descending worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. You should see how long you just make yourself worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. From yeah. Start from a fun statement. Yeah. I can fuck around with that. Yeah. It was really like. I just I ranted about that last night and I was like, oh, there might maybe there's a way to get into it and I have no fucking clue how. Yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah. you're just fucking around. Exactly, yeah. I think there's something there. Yeah, good looking out. Okay, I'm good. Thank you. Go make it loud. All righty, your next comic. His last name is a main road in the hometown of mine, Modesto. I want you guys to make it loud for Jacob Mc McHenry, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Modesto. Huh? I grew up on Lathrop, close by. Um, I uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not the best start, right? I got uh, I got, today started off cool. Uh, I got off of work early and um, it started off cool, but then it got really bad. I ended up smoking way too much weed and I uh, got way too high. Uh, which I'm not sure if any of you guys have dealt with this, but uh, has anyone got so high that they've had to like physically dance their way out of a panic attack? Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my go-tos. Uh, my wife uh, thinks I'm crazy. Uh, she walks in on me and sees me like popping and locking my anxiety away, and uh, uh, and I, I I I understand it does seem crazy, especially because most of the time there's never any music playing. I'm just uh, dancing to the to the music I feel in my soul at the moment, which is usually just heart palpitations. Uh, speaking of panic attacks, I. Uh, I figured I'm not good if I lo like if I lost my cell phone. Like uh, the other day, I was driving and I, I realized I didn't have my cell phone, and I started fucking going crazy. I was I started thinking, man, what what would I do if I, like I got in a car crash or you know these crazy thoughts like or someone tried to murder me? Like I would have no way of calling help. 
Or even worse, like if I saw this happening to someone else, like there would be no way for me to film them, you know? So that was, that was terrifying because no one would believe me if that happened. Uh, let's see. I, uh, I was riding the BART over here. I saw this sign that said, uh, it said, elevators are not bathrooms. Please keep them clean, which has got to be the most ambitious sign I've ever read in my life. Uh, because I, I, who are they trying to reach with that sign? Like, do they feel like people are going to read that sign and like change their mind about shitting in an elevator? Like, I feel like if you're a person who takes a shit on the elevator, you made a firm decision not to play by life's rules anymore. All right. Uh, I work as a paramedic out here in the city which is uh, a lot of people, thank you, with the silent clap, I appreciate it. <laughs> I work as a paramedic out here in the city. A lot of people will uh, think that's kind of interesting, you know, when they hear that. Uh, but they don't really know what I have to deal with. Uh, they think it's a lot of just like saving people's lives, but uh, really I have to deal with crazy people all day. Uh, you know those people we don't like making eye contact with in the bar? Yeah, that's who I spend my day with. Uh, which, uh, I have this friend, he's a secretary. He just files paperwork. He makes phone calls. And it's like, at no point of his day, does a crazy, like naked dude try to bite him in the face. Like that's not part of his life, you know, which that happens to me. It's sad when you start to realize you have much more in common with a seasoned hooker than you do with the general population. That's that's where I have nothing else. This is the jokes I'm working on right now. Thank right, you. Big uh, I think uh, your sign, the sign bit, is uh, really funny. I think that you were you were going somewhere with the the elevators are not a bathroom. Keep them clean. It's mm -hmm. like, uh, do you not keep your fucking bathroom clean, you savage? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right. You know, like, w the elevator's on a bathroom, keep it clean. Like, you should keep your bathroom clean, too, stupid. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, I got you. Yeah, I think you were going there. I, I, it seemed like that's where you were kind of going. And then you, you went, like, you finished it with, if someone's going to take a shit in the elevator, I don't think a sign's going to stop them from doing it again. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I get where you're going. I, yeah, I just started working on that, so. <laughs> cool. Anyone else? All right. Make it loud. All right. So what's going on? Your next comic. Uh, all right. So your next comic. I want you guys to make it very loud. Mike Hornick, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Holy fucking Christ. Hey, everyone. Um, life is going really well for me right now. Um, I'm at a point in my life where whenever I want to go on vacation, when I want to travel, I'm just throwing a dart at a map and going wherever it lands. Uh, but I'm poor, so it's a BART map. Not even my darts, if I'm being honest. I stole them from a bar. Um, I hate water. Uh, I know you're thinking, Mike, humans are 60% water. Does that mean you hate 60% of yourself? And honestly, that number sounds low to me. I hate water because I tried to swim in the ocean the other day, and every time I tried to walk out, the waves kept pushing me back to shore. It was like the ocean was saying, hey, we got enough trash here. You're good on shore. Um, 
I, uh, I think the term garbage man is sexist because all people are garbage. Uh, the worst people, though, are people who post on Facebook to brag anytime they do a good deed uh, for likes, attention. Um, like, I sponsor a little girl in Africa. I just don't feel the need to tell a bunch of strangers about that. Um, I regret it, though, because it doesn't get much exposure for my, uh, for my company. I should have sponsored something more traditional, like a race car. Honestly, it's just a waste of a bumper sticker. Um, prostitution is the oldest profession in the world, which surprised me, because I would have guessed hunter or gatherer. Um, let's see, oldest profession in the world. That means at one point, everybody's a prostitute. That was the only job. People would be having sex and be like, it's called even, I guess. <laughs> Let's see, um, so women can have multiple orgasms. Do they feel terribly guilty and regretful after each one, just all at once? If I could have multiple orgasms, I would be so sad all the time. Uh, I have one more. Um, oh, because um, Bean's here, I some stuff about dogs. Um, a lot of people say dogs are supposed to look like their owners, but my dog doesn't look like me at all, so I'm not really sure whose dog he is. <laughs> Starting to think he might be adopted. Uh, growing up, I had a dog, or my, my parents had a dog. Uh, he was really old by the time I was born. I mean, he was old in people years. And he was blind and deaf, which I didn't know. Um, the day I found out, I tried to throw a frisbee for him, and he wouldn't go chase it. And I got mad. I ran in the house, and I was complaining to my mom. And she said, it's fine. He's blind. He didn't know. And then I felt terrible because I yelled at him. And she said, that's fine. He's deaf. He couldn't hear you. And then he, uh, he was old, so he died shortly after that. Uh, it turns out it's from a broken heart. He, he could hear just fine. He was just super lazy. He was a great listener. Just so lazy. Okay, that's what I got for today. Thank you. Keep it going. All righty. Max said he has something. God bless. Um, you know that joke where everyone uh, laughed at it? Like, everybody, like the, that, I like that one. That was good. That was really, that one is a really good joke. I like that. I, uh, I like the multiple orgasm stuff, but you might want to just mention, since we're in a very uh, sex-positive city, you might want to just say some, like a line where you say, I have shame every time I have sex, and then... Ah. Just to make it more clear, because it's a little unclear why you would, why they would, like, I, I get it, but it, it, yeah, you might want to make it more clear. Yeah, I've, I've heard both sides where I've said it to people, and they're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense, I get that. Yeah. And then other people are like, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. it sort of works, so I think the general crowds well, get it. Probably depends but that's if a, people feel shame or not after sex. So I, I heard you say, I was like, I get it. That's but, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. 
We have one back here. So if prostitution is the oldest um, profession in the world, they must have been making garbage before the other professions were invented, right? Like, that's a, I think that's like maybe a neater way to get into what you're trying to get into. Okay. Like, what what the hell were they exchanging it for? I see. Dope. All right. Make it loud. Thank you. Your next comic, very funny. Make it loud for Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, um, so recently uh, I did comedy in my underwear in Vegas. Kind of like, you know, like if you get nervous on stage, you imagine the audience in their underwear, but it's the opposite because you're just stripping in front of people while they're laughing. It's kind of like a weird fever dream, you know, like you're laughing and then like take off your clothes and they're laughing. Oh no. And I felt a little bit insecure, so I put a banana in my underwear. And then, mid-set, I got hungry and lightheaded because I took some ecstasy earlier. (laughs) And I wanted to taste some potassium. So I ate the banana mid-set. And then I realized that this banana tastes like dick. And which means my dick probably tastes like bananas right now. (laughs) So I had sex after the show uh, with the monkey. Uh, How did you guys like the Game of Thrones season finale? You guys, no spoilers. Um, But... Uh, spoilers, uh, uh, Game of Thrones is basically white trash in medieval times. Because think about it. Um, they have this character named Bran who's in a wheelchair. And the reason why he's in a wheelchair is because he's caught his uncle fucking his aunt. And then it put him in a wheelchair. Like, that's a story you would hear at a trailer park. Like, how did you get crippled? Oh, I cut my auntie fucking my aunt, uh, my uncle fucking my auntie. Um, okay. No spoilers. Uh, what else I want to talk about? You guys, you guys a fan of eating pussy? Yeah. Hmm? Um, I'm such a fan of eating pussy that if they were ever to like execute me and then the jailer's gonna ask me, what would your last meal? What would you you want for your last meal? I'll ask, could I taste pussy one last time, sir? Just before I go. And then they kill me and they execute me and like I'm like cooking in the chair like and and then just a bunch of blood and drool comes out. And then the coroner looks over my dead body, and he's like, man, this is really barbaric what we continue to do, executing these prisoners. I mean, look at this, man. Like, look at his face. It's all covered in gunk. (laughs) And then my homie's going to look at him, 
And he's like, nah, man, that's pussy juice on his face. He died with a smile. Okay, it's a Make a lot for his evangelist, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I like that Game of Thrones bit. Um, I think it's interesting that they had wheelchairs um, because that was like based in a period where I didn't know they had wheelchairs. So I think that would be a funny thing to talk about. I don't know. I think that fucking pussy eating joke is still funny as fuck. Thanks, man. And uh, all the little additions you've added to it is really, they're really working. So if if you put the banana down your pants mm-hmm. and then you ate the banana mm-hmm. and it tasted like a uh, penis, mm-hmm. does that mean you eat bananas with the peel still on? Well, I had to, I had to take the peel. So just. <laughs> The 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 end was cutting my pen like okay. touching it, so I kind of peeled it in in my pants. Okay, just just that, that out there. I don't, and yeah. also also the, those characters it gave with those are brother and sister. They're not mm-hmm. an uncle. Uh, well, they're they're brother and sister, and then they're not related to Bran. I, I know that doesn't. Well, it's just if you, you know people might fact check you. But that's those true. Characters aren't related. That is true. If you can make it clear that they're brother, sister, uncle, aunt, mm-hmm. not husband, wife, yeah, uncle, yeah. aunt. So it's like make it clear that they're oh, siblings and that's why okay, it's fucked okay, up. Okay, okay, Because if they're husband and wife, then of course they're, they're fucking. Are you sure? Yeah. But, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Um, to that, I don't. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know what it's about. Mm-hmm. But um, the the anti alcohol or brother and sister having sex, put him in the wheelchair, kind of lost me. I didn't know how he got put in the wheelchair because of that. Mm-hmm. So there was a second where like I was stopped paying attention. I was like, I don't know what the story is. So I don't know if there's a way yeah, to explain true. that. And to the banana unpeeled i interpret it as you peeled the banana before you put it in your pants mm-hmm. which would have been like a mushy mess mm-hmm. which would have been funnier to eat but i don't know definitely funnier to eat on stage like pulling out mush from mm-hmm. your underwear instead of just mm-hmm. like a whole banana that i'll, would I'll be, do that okay that'd be really funny all right any other any comments or quotes or anything fantastic make a loud furnace evangelista ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Your next comic, uh, very fucking funny, uh, very hilarious. Make it loud for Adam Pearlstein, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, so um, I uh, was uh, shopping in uh, Emeryville, um, which I have to do every uh, once in a while to get new shoes and stuff. And I, I hate shopping. I get like this huge panic attack whenever I go shopping because I walk into a store and it's like I hear the music and the picture of the people that they think I'm trying to be like on the walls. It's like they're mocking me for trying to improve myself. Like I grabbed a shirt and I tried it on. It was one of those like long tees. I just wanted to fucking kill myself after trying on a long tee t-shirt. Like, I don't know. I, I just really hate shopping. Like, I'll find something that I like, and I'll pull it off the rack. It's like a black jacket or something. And I'll pull it off, and there's like a giant skull on the back of it. Just like ruined this perfect jacket that I totally would have bought. There's like a skull on there. It's just like, why is there a skull? Like, I didn't, I didn't earn this. Like, like I didn't, <laughs> I'm not qualified to wear a skull around and kill anybody. But, um, but yeah. 
Um, I went five months sober without drinking or smoking weed or anything. And uh, thanks, man. I'm, I it failed. I'm not. I'm not anymore. Um, I went to. Uh, I did the open mic at the sweet spot, and I just got so contact high from being there. As everyone was just smoking weed around me, I was like, so I was like, I'm already high. Like, I might as well just like. You know, if I'm gonna get raped, I might as well come. You know, I'm not gonna keep that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep that. I'm not gonna keep that. I'm not gonna keep that. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep that. That's my tag. I say I'm not gonna keep that eight times after <laughs> finishing it. And, um, and then it's like after that, man, like that's how it is. Like I'll, I'll either do nothing and then I smoke weed, then I'll drink, and then suddenly I'm canceling shows. I'm just not going out, just smoking and drinking all day. And um, I went out, I went to my show, got back, and um, I was drinking. And I got home and I realized I like, forgot my backpack. I left my backpack at the bar. I was like, fuck, this is like a sign from God that like I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have caved in. I should have started drinking. So I had to like get the Lyft app open. I had to call the Lyft to lift all the way back to the, the bar. And right when I walked out my door, I saw my backpack by the door. I was like, fuck, I'm fine. I can drink whenever I want. This is totally not an issue for me at all. I was overreacting. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, um, I have an idea for an app. Like you've seen these like commercials online where um, they have like somebody buys like a plane ticket and then the person sitting next to them is like, I have a better plane ticket and I paid half as much as this person I paid for it. Like you. So my app, it's called Hammer. And what you do is it finds out how much everybody on an airplane paid for their seats. And if you find somebody that paid less than you did for a better seat, you get to beat them with a hammer until they give you their seat, which you deserve because you pay more. Um, I'm over politics. I'm trying not to get involved with politics um, at all. Um, it's just, uh, I hate when politics, is there an election now? Like I hate when politicians say like, I spent the last year traveling around this great country, meeting all the great Americans, um, that we, it's like, you, you didn't meet the great Americans, like the people that go to a rally and wait till it's over to go up and talk to the person afterwards. Like those are the weirdest, worst people like in America. Like we've all met people after shows. It's like, I feel bad for Obama. Imagine all like the people Obama had to listen to and like pretend like that he was he cared about them like when he was running for president. Just like some guys like, well, I work for a wiring factory. I work in the copper section. People work in the wiring section. But you know the real issue is is the Chinese. And then Obama's just like, uh huh, yeah, sure, like absolutely, great. All right, uh, last thought here. Um, oh yeah, so punchline's closing down and everyone's like hating on Google because like Google bought the punchline, like the building that it's in. Yeah, it's Google. Yeah. But and everyone's like, that's fucked up, man. It's like destroying the art scene in San Francisco. It's like the last bastion of like old like SF comedy and Google bought it. I was thinking if like punchline just went and just bought a children's hospital and like that's was a new, a new comedy club was the UCSF children's hospital. It's real life. Anyway, thank you guys so much. That's my time. Keep it going, bro. I'm posting. I think your your like falling off the wagon material is is is, is hidden. I think um, that 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 joke that you you were you were talking about. Shut up, Bean. You were talking about uh, some funny shit. I'm stoned as fuck. Can't remember. God bless you. It was funny as fuck. Does anyone have any other comments? Oh, thanks, man. Nice, thank you. Fuck yeah, keep it going. All right, your next comic, Ian, Ian Levy, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, do you guys ever ask yourself the question, uh, am I in a cult? I think it's a good question. I think I'm, I'm not super smart. It wouldn't be that hard for me to just end up in a cult. You know, I think the whole point is you don't know you're in one. You know, like it doesn't take much for me. I'm, I'm a bored follower. I'll just do whatever someone says as long as they have like a strong jawline. You know, and just tell me like, why would God make you beautiful if you weren't supposed to lead me? That's my, that's just the way, it's, you know, I just, I, I just follow orders. I don't. I think the the only reason I'm not in a cult is probably because I think I'd be very bad at being in a cult, uh, just because I am terrible at group projects. And like, what is a cult? It's just not an ultimate group project, you know. I, I just know it would just be like school all over again, where I'd show up late, and I'd be like, uh, "Hey, Aquarius, can I talk to you?" And be like, "Yeah, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh man, what's uh, so what's the what's the plan for today? Can I work off your notes?" And he's like, oh, did you, did you take the poison? And I was like, oh, was that today? Oh, oh, fuck. I'll just have to pretend like I'm sleeping <laughs> next day. Um, it's dumb. I have, do any of you guys know these people um, who are rich? <laughs> and these, ri- these rich people they have now? They, uh, I, I met this guy who, uh, I'm sorry, I hang out with him. He's like, he has way more money than, like, he, like, comes from money. Like, his, his whole family is super fucking rich. And it's just weird because I I learned that rich people just think differently than poor people. Like he, I was talking to him like, oh, what are you up to today? Uh, and he said, oh, I'm uh, I'm working on flipping a house, and then I'm gonna go and keep working on this app I'm trying to sell. And he's like, oh, what are you up to? I was like, oh, me, I'm gonna eat some pizza and take a nap. So that's my big. It's weird. At his house, he has for a doorstop, he has uh, a jar of money. He's changed. That's just like his quarters. And I was looking at the quarters like I could, would he notice if I took some of these quarters for my laundry? Probably. It's like a big jar of quarters. And it's great. You know what I use for a doorstop? Nothing. I can't afford open doors. That's how poor I am. That's where I am with money wise. And I think uh, talking, it's weird when you talk to someone who has a lot of money, they have different ideas about money also. Like everyone I know who doesn't have money, if you ask them like how much money do you want, they have an amount. I'd be like, ah, I need sixty thousand dollars and I'll live comfortably. But if you're rich and you ask them like how much money do you want, they're like, I want the money. (laughs) (laughs) More, please. (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. My thought. That's my hot take on the rich. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) them. No, I don't know. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> uh, fuck it, San Francisco. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm a millennial. Any millennials here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It counts. Yeah, yeah. Don't be so sad. <laughs> people say millennials are the worst generation ever, uh, and to that I say, have you met old people? Because uh, they're not great, you know. Like, what do they always say? They're always like, oh, oh, these millennials are so lazy. We don't get a job. It's like millennials aren't more lazy, right? It's just harder now to get a job. Like, have you ever talked to your grandfather about the first job you ever had? The story's always the same. He's always like, well, uh, I walked down to the bottle cap factory. I see they were hiring. And they uh, made me the CEO every time. But I'll, you know, that story never has the part where he writes a cover letter or does an unpaid internship. <laughs> Do you know what I have to do if I want a factory job? I have to open a factory. That's my only option. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I forgot one. Le- yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
at most, if there was a job interview, uh, someone would have just said, uh, uh, are you a communist? Like, nope. And like, you're hired. And that's it. Or with me, every job I look for has a minimum work experience of 70 years. So that's, okay, that's all I got. Hey. All right. Any, any questions or comments? Any um, advice? I really like all of your, um, like, segues, your introductions, the... Um, have you ever check if you're in a cult or yeah. have you met these people, the rich, yeah, just yeah. like you expect it to go somewhere and then you just twist it and it gets us laughing before you even say a joke. Um, I also, in your cult stuff, um, it seemed like you were gonna sympathize more with people that are in cults of like anybody can be in a cult. It's, I thought you could say something like, um, people aren't stupid for being in cults they're in cults because they're stupid okay. type of is that thing? still mocking them those you fucking cult idiots no no because you were kind of saying like you could be in a cult easily like anybody can yeah are you guys in cults do you know like we could all be in cults because it's really easy so if you're say I should call the audience stupid yeah okay no no i'm just um, fucking around. yeah yeah you know i think you're right okay i get what you're saying and then also about rich people the doorstop you say you don't have a doorstop because you can't afford the door open yeah it's like there's not quite a joke there, but you're reaching for one. Um, yeah. I would like something like, um, I don't have a doorstop because I can't afford to let the heat out or, or like some more there. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Also, never talk to me again. No, 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 no I'm joking. No, no, that's good. <laughs> Ooh, you got roasted that bitch I think uh, well, kind of like uh, what you were talking about you, I think you kind of uh, approach in this but like with the cult question too you could just be like uh, are you guys in a cult like uh, yeah you are you're in my cult I'm leading you now <laughs> like uh, it's like yeah. Yeah, it's like we're in a room being talked to by a sermon man <laughs> like right now so I thought that'd be kind of a funny direction to go with it too it's like uh, you guys think you're in a cult it's like yes you are right now this yeah. is a cult the only, the only problem I have with that John is I don't take advice from fucking bitches. So, Ooh. <laughs> no, no, no. okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you money if I join your cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to go shove John in a locker now. So. Cool. All righty. Your next comic, make it loud, Queen Milka. Thank you. Um, so it's Queen Mylika. I'm not gonna correct you, but I am. So it's kind of been the story of my life, though. Nobody can ever say my name right. Um, you know, I get a lot of different things like Michaela, Malachi. At one time, I was getting food in the like dining commons in college and wrote my name for my burger, and then the lady like went to call my name and then she was like uh, uh. and I'm, I'm the only fucking person in the cafeteria like I'm the only one standing here I, I was the only one to put in an order I'm the only one waiting for an order you're my fucking burger Judy it's not that hard just say you if you can't read 
It's not my fault. Public school education doubted you and failed you. It's not my fucking problem. So uh, whatever. Uh, another fun thing I caught in college was a kid. Caught a whole ass kid. I'm a whole ass single mom out here in these streets. Uh, I got proof he's sitting in the car outside right now. Uh, and that's real. That's real. I went and got him some fucking pretzels and a bottle of water. And I was like, sit, stay. You'll be fine. Nothing's wrong with you. Uh, and, uh, you know, one thing about being a, a mom is it, it makes you, like, really, like, fucking, like, anxious and, like, overbearing and, like, nosy. Like, I was already nosy before the kid, but it made me, like, hyper nosy. Like, what are you doing? What are you wearing? Where are you going? Who are those people? And it's just, I don't really, you know, like, I like being nosy, though, because like, like, I'm a people watcher, you know, and I'm into people and what they're doing and, like, what are they doing outside right now? I can't even focus on that because I'm in here with you. Um, it's tough though. Um, um, a couple weeks ago, I got what I like to consider a nosy person's wet dream. I got a jury duty summons. Yes. All my life, I've wanted to be on fucking jury duty because I just know that I would be epic at that shit. I would judge the shit out of everybody. I would make the best fucking ruling and I would be the most impartial judge ever. And uh, wait, that's jury duty, not being a judge. So that sucks. I think I misread the summons. I think it didn't say be a judge. I think it said be on the jury duty. Anyways, whatever. Doesn't matter. I had to postpone that shit anyways because I'm going out of town two days after the fucking summons. I know. And, and you know, then I had like, you know, a jury duty, like nosy person blue balls. And I was upset. I was really upset about it because I really wanted to come all over that jury and all over that person that didn't work out. <laughs> uh, just recently got out of a three and a half year relationship. Thank you for clapping. Most people are like, oh, and I'm like, fuck you. I broke up with him. He's the piece of shit. Well, no, he's not a piece of shit. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. It just wasn't going to work out, you know? He didn't want to be a dad to my kid or whatever. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess we can't be together. Fuck you. And, you know, women will do this thing where we'll be with somebody for an insane amount of time, but, like, have uh, want to break up with them and just not say anything. It's like, I'll break up with you in my head for about six, seven, eight years before I'll say that shit out loud. I don't know, just hold it in my mouth like verbal vomit, just cocked and loaded, ready to dribble out onto you and decimate your life. And so then it's news to you, but I was already there. Like, I'm ready. I'm already ready. And I'm already, like, on Bumble. I'm already, I'm already trying to find my next person, you know. Meanwhile, he's like posting nostalgic throwback Thursdays of us from two years ago. I'm just like, fuck you. Get over yourself. Your dick was big, but I could find bigger. I'm pretty sure I can find bigger. I <laughs> uh, probably shouldn't have referred to him as my first husband. Probably shouldn't have done that. That was a, you know, Molly, you in danger, girl. It was, I should have already known that wasn't going to work out. And uh, one thing I didn't like was that when we would have sex, he would be like, ooh, whose pussy is that? Ooh, that's my pussy. Ooh, whose pussy is that? And I would be like, ooh, it's yours. Ooh, it's yours. <laughs> like, that's the one thing he didn't realize is the right now was silent, you know? The right now was silent. For now. And uh, that's all I got. Uh, Queen Malika. <laughs> All right. Any uh, any comments? Any advice? Is this one? Is this a live mic? Cool. Okay. So hey, Hunter. 
Um, the, uh, the whole bit about being nosy, uh, being nosy and being a parent, uh, you set up this pattern and I feel like you need to break it with something surprising. You're like, you know, what are you doing? Who is this? What is that? Well, whose blood is that? You know? Oh, uh, like gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. That's quality. Thank you. Appreciate that. I like your, uh, first joke about your name. Uh-huh. Cause pretty much anytime somebody gets on stage and they reference something earlier, it crowds gets more excited. Yeah. So that's just automatic. People are going to mess up your name and you've got this bit that seems off the cuff. Yeah. Um, the should not mention that your ex is a good guy. Cause then the next couple jokes are about like, I broke up with him. Fuck him. Yeah. He don't want to raise my kid. <laughs> and you just said he's a good guy. So now we're kind of like, are we on his side or your side? We don't know where to be. I got to paint him more like the asshole that he is. I got you. I got you. Got and you. also, um, saying you're nosy. And then you got on jury duty and you're excited about that mm-hmm. is a really good premise mm-hmm. that nobody wants to be on jury duty, but you're a nosy person and jury is the nosiest thing. You get to sit on a court case, yeah. but you kind of took it away when you were like, I'm going to be judging people. Oh, that's maybe I don't want to be on jury duty. No, you still want to be on jury duty. You yeah. still want to be nosy. Okay. gotcha. So I maybe go more with that Okay. after the judging. Okay, cool. Thank you. I think it's, uh, you could definitely jump back and forth with the, um, he's a good guy, fuck him, he's a great dude, fuck that piece of shit, <laughs> he's awesome, but really he can go fuck himself, you know, like, yeah. and I didn't hear, I I was like in my phone, I'm not gonna lie to you, but what he was saying was like, um, he didn't want to raise your kid, is that his kid? No, it's my I kid. I think that is so funny. Okay. I think that the idea of like, putting that on him, like that's his fault, like fuck him for not wanting to raise, like that's funny. <laughs> And my, I just want to let you know, my girlfriend just texted me because she's listening and she said, word for word, she's funny, LOL. So, oh, what's her name? Her I want to follow her. What? Natalie. Natalie, tell her I said, what's up, girl? Yeah, she, she can hear you. Oh, Natalie, what's up, girl? I love you. I needed more females here. There's too many dicks in the room. Thanks for your input, Natalie. No, of course. Uh, yeah, so dope. Make it loud. Thank you. Your next comic. Oh, there you go. I think this is the only comic to pay today. Uh... So all those comics owe us fucking soap for their lack of laughter and goddamn fucking advice and attention. I'll give myself a round of applause for that. How about that? Oh, I'm just ready to jump down people's throat. You don't understand. <laughs> all right. Your next comic, a good friend of mine. Very fucking hilarious. I want you to make it very loud for Hunter Stare, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm also putting money in the jar. Uh, NPR, you if you're listening, this is why I do not donate to you. Yeah. Fuck it, that's good enough. Um, what do you th- What do you th- guys think is more difficult, uh, being a musician or being a comedian? Musician. You think musician? I don't see how that could possibly be the case because what I figured out is any job where you can have a backup drummer is got to be easier than any job where you cannot have a backup drummer. You know, it's like, uh, you've been served. Yeah. Just like really like any job works that way. Yeah. Um, does anybody have good posture? Yeah. I have shit. Uh, You have good posture. I don't know how you do that. I've been trying to like give myself better posture. One thing it's enormously physically difficult. Another thing, Going from bad posture to good posture, bad posture to good posture makes you look like a total asshole. Like this is, 
this is a good posture. Like how fucking important do I think that I am to stand like this? Right. Uh, anybody raised by a hippie? Yeah, I, I was raised by, I, I'm from Louisiana, actually. I was raised by a hippie down south, and that's a really special experience. I can give you an example of that. Uh, my When I was six years old, I was invited to a kid's birthday party. One of my neighbors, it was a G.I. Joe-themed birthday party. All the kids are running around in, like, camo, you know, fatigues, army helmets, weapons. But my mom wouldn't let me be a G.I. Joe because she was too much of a hippie for that shit. But she also didn't want me to feel isolated and left out of the party. So she let me go, but she made me be a medic. Yeah, like Doc from G.I. Joe, I was Doc. Like, I'm like, all the other kids have guns. I want a gun. She's like, no, you can have a first aid kit and a Bible because he was also a chaplain. Which, when you think about it, that's kind of more fucked up. All the other kids are just playing capture the flag, just like, found you, bam. And I'm running around performing last rites on people, you know? And it's like, but like a six-year-old. So I'm like, here, have some Jesus and some morphine, you know? I can play too. Uh, fantasy sports, uh, you guys probably like fantasy sports, right? Yeah, I don't get that shit. I don't get, because the only, the people who love fantasy sports, the people who love playing these sports video games, they're nerds, but I feel like they're nerds that are betraying their inner selves. Like, not only are you going to idealize all of these people who kicked your ass in high school, but now you're gonna turn them into your D&D characters too? All right. Um, anybody ever done whippets, nitrous oxide? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've had a resurgence of uh, nitrous oxide in my life. I've been doing that a lot more recently. What I really enjoy about doing nitrous oxide is it's really, um, it's not the kind of drugs that police are thinking about when they're trying to pull you over. So it's pretty easy to do when you're driving, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I like this joke a lot, but I don't think anybody else in the world is going to like it, but I, I still think it's the best joke ever. Uh, why did Helen Keller's dog run away? You would, too, if your owner believed in eugenics. Yeah, see, nobody's going to like that joke, but that's a real thing. You can Google that shit. Helen Keller believed in eugenics, and it just goes to show you should learn everything that you can about somebody before you teach them how to communicate with the outside world. Yeah, I know. That's never going to work. Uh, I'm married. Anybody married? No? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> so uh, I, I think uh, my marriage, I think, is working out pretty decently. Uh, and I think it's just because I married the kind of person who was the same type of kid that I was when I was a kid. You know, if you're going to be like, if you're as a child, you were one of those like shitty little hall monitors just telling on people all the time, you just marry another tattletale and both of you guys can be miserable together. I married somebody who had a really active imagination when she was a child, just like me. I was one of those kids who was always pretending I was like a dog or a dinosaur. I'd throw a laundry basket on my back and pretend like I was a Koopa Troopa from Mario, you know, something like that. And I know that she's the same way. Couple of things. Uh, has anybody ever seen uh, those uh, broccoli steamers? Those things that you put inside of a pan and they like whoosh, go out like that, you know? And uh, as soon as she saw one for the first time, she's from Colombia, so she didn't see one for a really long time in her life. The first time she saw one of those, she picked it up and started going, Zzzz, baby, it's a spaceship. I did that all the time when I was a kid. Uh, another reason why I think is because, uh, uh, well, I nicknamed her breasts Las Paritas 
She's Colombian. So that means uh, the puppies in Spanish. And the very first time I ever did this, I walked up to her. I was like, Las Peritas, I'd never done this before without missing a beat. She started going, rawr, rawr, rawr. baby, they're so excited to see you. This, by the way, confuses the fuck out of my real dog. You all have a lovely evening. I've been Hunter. Thank you very much. Keep it going. Keep it going. I think your stuff was really funny. I just think that the eugenics one, like maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like uh, yeah, maybe most that, people don't know what that is. That joke is never going to work. Okay. <laughs> eugenics, by the way, that's uh, the belief system that people, it was very popular around like Nazi era, World War II. It's, uh, yeah, it, it just means that uh, it, it's a belief that the human population should be uh, police basically so that we only have good genes and you should keep the races separate and you should get rid of deformed people because they're going to mess up the gene pool that's eugenics helen keller believed in that shit maybe it's because helen keller hated herself it's kind of yeah it's kind of ironic right yeah so. very she was blind and deaf. and right? deaf yes who the hell and, taught and helen keller retarded? eugenics well this is what i'm saying just goes to show you should learn everything you can about somebody before you teach them how to communicate with the outside world Exactly. Logically, yeah. yeah. I, I think you should just shit on Helen Keller. I think you should say, make that statement and then just go in on her, dude. Well, I think it's like, also, if it takes you like 30 years to tell someone to kill you, too, you know, it's probably pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I was thinking, too, if you want to go a different direction from the chaplain, you could also say, like, your hippie parent made you a conscientious objector, too. I think the hippie, I think the, uh, the chaplain or hospital medic example is fine because I'm assuming it's real, too, right? Hella yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, and so, yeah, that'll be, like, more of an investment anyway. And, like, you know, you got emotional backup behind that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, have one, I had one more, but I'm not remembering what it was, though, right now. But, yeah. It's okay. Thanks, man. Alrighty. Anyone else? Any other fucking statements from the uh, from anybody? No. All right, Hunter Stare, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, thank you. All right, your next comic, um, last on the list, from what I understand. If that's not the case, um, come and speak to me. I want you guys to make it very, very loud for John Big Dog Gallagher, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Cool. I just got back from uh, New York, and uh, New York gets a reputation for being like really rascally and wild and mean. But I had a pleasant time over there. Like they're not. It's like you go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn's the same as the Bay Area. Like you say the same mustaches and the same like cafes and shit. It's all the same like person. You know what I mean? And uh, one thing is like I've lived in, in, in like the Bay Area and now visited enough places where I think I'm used to weird shit. But I don't think I've ever. I don't, I don't know ever how to acknowledge like a person carrying around a. a a shaved cat like a baby you know like what's you i don't know what your reaction to that is but uh i'm in a bar and see a lady with blue hair and a leather crown a black leather crown walking to this bar and see her carrying a, a hairless cat and like a baby bjorn on the front of it and uh, my only reaction is because i'm a dumb person i see this cat and i go wow who brings their fucked up baby to a bar like what's up with your awful baby you know and then I'm like, oh, no, it's just a cat. You just bring a, your cat into a bar and carry it like a baby, just normal person stuff, you know? Again, it's not normal. It's fucking weird. Uh, but then decided to make friends with her and start talking to this lady. And again, not really working too well with the old brain. So the way I make conversation is I look at her and I go like, so, uh, so you got to shave it every day or what? 
it's you know a hairless cat you don't shave a cat and she goes like yeah what no it's just hairless again weird you carry around this weird thing on the front of your chest it looks like a weird penis with arms looks <laughs> hairless and awful and then my girlfriend sees me making a conversation and tries to make conversation with her like to smooth it over so what she says and says she's like oh is it a boy or a girl trying to like make her more comfortable and then the lady this is where she gets just pissed though and she goes it's a cat and you're like she just like storms off. And you're like, that doesn't answer the question. Like, cat is not a sex. I don't know, like, what she's talking about at all. And not an answer at all to the question. Like, and, you know, maybe she doesn't know. Like, because maybe it's one of those, like, progressive cats that, you know, hasn't chosen its sex yet. You know, Mitten still has to choose what gender or direction it's going in. In a few weeks, you know, we'll know if it's a boy or a girl. Who knows? Um, yeah. <laughs> cats choosing their own gender. Seems sick, you know? Uh, <laughs> I was playing uh, video games and get 31 going back to the video games of my youth start playing GoldenEye for Nintendo 64 and it's a fun game because you got fun multiplayer modes the, uh, the other one I was playing was the, uh, the Golden Gun mode I don't know if you guys have ever played the Golden Gun mode but uh, yeah you got a yeah in there perfect that's uh that's uh, where you do one shot, one kill. That's what the golden gun is. And it's like, you know what, you know what else is a one shot, one kill? It's like 90% of guns. I don't know if you know that. Like, if you learn how to shoot properly, like, you know, you got a, a discount golden gun. You know what I mean? Pretty sweet. I, uh... I'm like, uh, was teaching, I was substitute teaching for a little bit, and it's a really, it's a big bummer to realize you may have to die for children. That is a real fucking shitty thing to realize. You're like, man, I'm gonna get massacred by these little assholes, and that's a real bad thing to think about. So I decided to reframe how my teaching methods would work, right? I'm not gonna protect these children. What I'll do is I'll pretend like I'm a boss from like an old video game and just throw children at a school shooter like a, you know, Koopas, you know what I mean? Until I can escape to another school, you know? It seems like a cool, yeah, you just throw them like cannon fodder, you know, and then he, the man just jumps like a proverbial, proverbial Mario on these little, these little Koopas running around them. They're children. But instead of jumping, there'll be you no know, bullets and they'll be dead. Yeah. So now it's like, you know, that sounds fucked up, but like, you know, honestly, like what better way to mold young minds than off the back of a classroom wall? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun one just to throw out there. It's good. I, uh, yeah, doing school shootings, we all know about them. You know, there's. A lot of discussions, a lot of nuance takes. There's good people on both sides, you know what I mean? But uh, one thing we can all agree is that you cannot spell school shooting without spelling cool shooting. And that's just true, you know? Yeah, that's just really true out there. And if you're spelling school shooters, uh, that's cool hooters is also in there, which really spice up a lot of those school shootings, you know what I mean? Just get some tits in there. <laughs> get these kids something awesome to die for. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> good. Glad to see those jokes are working. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a my fucking little recording in here is, yeah, I think that's good enough for me. Thanks, guys. All righty. John Gallagher, ladies and gentlemen. Talk to him now or else you'll never be able to talk to him again because you're not as good as him. All right. Cool. Uh, you guys are all good. good. All right. Perfect. Keep it going. I think that concludes the joke workshop. Uh, unless anyone else wants to get on stage, we still have an hour, 50 minutes. Yeah. If you want to get on stage and drop a hot 50 minute set, it has to be tight. No? No. All right. Sounds good. You guys have a great night. Fucking break.
everybody. It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Newton Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am really hungover. I'm going to try not to barf in studio today while we're listening to Joke Workshop, but I care enough to show up, uh, uh, even though, I mean, I've been I've been vomiting all day. I just didn't eat yesterday. I, 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 I only think I maybe had like five IPAs all day, like all day. But I didn't eat anything, so uh, I am sick and old. Uh, anyways, Joke Workshop is here. We had 31,288 downloads in the month of October, so thank you for listening to this show and making it one of the top shows on the station. Appreciate that. Uh, hey, everybody. Take this opportunity right now to apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. It's March 1st through 5th. Coming up. And uh, it's only ten dollars to apply. There, have only uh, there haven't been that many applications. So right now you have a really great shot at it uh, to get involved. I'm actually, I got to tell you, I have had very, very few submissions from San Francisco proper. Right now it looks like it's going to be Mutiny Radio presents Portland here in San Francisco because for some reason everybody in Portland think this thinks this place is fucking rad and they totally believe in it but in San Francisco the comedians here they just they just come for the open mics and uh, and I maybe hate me I don't know they don't believe in the product I do I believe 31,288 downloads says I believe motherfuckers uh, well somebody does someone's listening to your jokes and uh, if you do apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival sponsored by Spark that would be great but if you don't, that's okay. I'll just keep hating comedians in San Francisco. <laughs> All right, we've got some comics here today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, I am hungover, so I kind of care about your new jokes, but we'll, I'll take notes and shit like that. Uh, the more notes you take and the more you pay attention, the better this is. So, uh, hey, let's make it worthwhile for everybody. Uh, your first comedian is a funny guy, and uh, he is going to be on, I don't remember if it was Hell Hat or, it's Hell in a Handbasket for December, so Hell in a Handbasket 5. Super excited to see him do a bunch of uh, improv in the future. Actually, this Friday is a Hell Hat. It's going to be guest hosted by Mike Spiegelman, because I am booked on a different show. So come on out to that. But right now, clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night. It's Cole Chapman. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Hello. Okay. Uh, how are we how are we starting this? Um, a lot of people like to compare me to alternate reality versions of white celebrities, uh, which is very nice, uh, kind of. It's like a, it's a, a very middling compliment, I think. Like a lot of people will be like, like football fans will come up to me and be like, "Hey, you look like NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers if he decided to pursue comedy instead." I'm like, oh, cool, thank you. Uh, other people, like fans of comedy, will be like, "Oh, you look like B.J. Novak from The Office if he decided to pursue football." Uh, <laughs> Didn't work out in either reality. It's <laughs> just kind of like very middle of the road, four years of football slash comedy writing, and that's it. Uh, I'm happy to be here inside a Tame Impala music video. It's very cool. Uh, very neat. <laughs> that one's for the radio, y'all. Uh, all right. Um, 
What are, what are we talking about? Oh, another thing people are uh, comparing me to, as I find out, is, uh, is TV shows, which is weird. Like, I told somebody what I do. I'm a uh, struggling bachelor stand-up comic. Uh, and they were like, oh, that reminds me of that TV show. And I was like, Seinfeld? They're like, no, lost. <laughs> I was like, why? They are like, because in the end, it's unsatisfying and ultimately a waste of time. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's a little harsh, Mom, but all right. <laughs> Whatever you want. Uh... I like I uh, like having uh, gone to school uh, in journalism school because now I have like friends in weird journalism related jobs. Like I have a friend who's a color commentator for the New York Islanders, which is the hockey team, which is a really cool job I think. But all he has to do is be that guy on the sideline in the booth. You know what I mean? Like just spitting out all those random. Zamboni has 13 shots. This is the 15th shot he's taken in a row, and that he's made. Well, like, all these like crazy stats he just has to like pull out of his head, like on command, right? Uh, which is insane to me because I can barely manage to remember to put on deodorant like every day. You know what I mean? Like, and this guy is like pulling out stats from like the 70s. Like, it's, I'm like, you, you're 26 years old. You have no reason to know who won the Stanley Cup in 1976 all the way up through <laughs> the present day. That's insane. I was like, how the fuck did you manage that? He was like, well, uh, when I was a kid, instead of reading like books and stuff and like watching TV or playing video games, I used to read sports almanacs. Uh, yeah, and I was like, that is a revolutionary way to dry up every vagina <laughs> on earth. I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of a nerdier, <laughs> like what, like this is a new avenue we need to be pursuing. He also talk, told me about, a. uh, uh, he uses the mind palace theory or like practice. It's like what Sherlock Holmes uses. Marty, of course, you know, uh, but yeah, it, the mind, the mind palace is basically you have like an imaginary building, this imaginary palace that you kind of create these different rooms in which you can store these different memories. Uh, so he does that with sports. So it's like there's hockey, there's football, there's, you know, whatever, all kinds of rooms. And then I thought about like my mind palace and it's kind of just like a mind hoarder house. Like it's, there's no organization. It's just like a bunch of references from the eighties. I have no reason to, I'm like, I'm hanging on to these. They're like, you've never even seen the A team. I'm like, shut up fool. You don't know that. Like, that's not even a good day. Mr. T voice. I'm like, yeah, it's close enough. Again, I have no reason to know all these references. They're just there. <laughs> just like, it's like dead cats and shit in there. It's just, it's a mess. It is a mess. Uh, trying to learn more about myself. Uh, so I'm doing all kinds of stuff to expand my horizons. I've recently started taking salsa classes because uh, I just want to find out how wide I can really get. You know what I mean? Like, where's the limit on this one? Uh, <laughs> indeed. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, man, to dance with like, like to salsa dance with like people who are good at salsa dancing when I've got like the rhythm of like, <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of joke that I haven't written yet. Laugh now. Great. Yay. Uh, all right. That's where you guys come in in the workshop. Hit. I don't know. I, I was like, I was dancing with this one girl, right? This like Spaniard, this ridiculously hot girl. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Spaniard. They're like the hottest people on earth. Like she somehow combined sweatpants and lace to make like the hottest outfit of all time. I didn't know how that was physically possible. She somehow managed it. So we're dancing. Right? We're sp and uh, she has this move and she's like, She's like, okay, you ready to do this move? Uh, and I'm like, no, but okay. And so we go and I step on our feet and whisper, I'm sorry, as she passes by. Uh, and uh, I'm, like, I'm like, what was that move called? She's like, Lo Santo. I was like, oh, now I know. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, that's it, guys, thanks. Cole Chapman. I speak Spanish. Lo Siento means I'm sorry. That was cute. That's yeah. funny. Uh, I really liked your lost joke. 
I'd like it more if you mentioned a polar bear. Just because I hated that show because I stopped watching it once the polar bear came into play. I'm like, fuck you guys. What the fuck it's is like going on? Sixth episode. Yeah, they like put a, <laughs> it's like second season. They bring in the polar bear and then they put them in the stupid polar bear cage and they figure oh, yeah. out that this stupid. I, anyways, oh, yeah. what a stupid show. But that's that's a very that was a very funny joke. Oh, thanks. Am I on here? Yes. Uh, as far as comparing it to Lost, I mean, it's like kind of the running thing about Lost is that it started off as like a one season like writer strike thing and then continued way longer than it should have, aka your comedy career. Thank you. Thank you. Something yes. like I don't know, some some way for you that you could go with that. Um, I don't know. It's something I just I just had a thought. Like the Almanac guy is basically like the jock version of a nerd. Like he just studies a bunch of sports and he thinks <laughs> yeah. that makes him like sports centric like no like that doesn't work like that. I, I, I think I think I was gonna add something maybe in there about autism maybe he's just autistic because yeah, why would he met why would he know all the Stanley Cup winners from 1972 no one even likes hockey here like why yeah. why the fuck would he know that it's just so yeah it's from Long Island I don't oh okay know. Yeah, weird yeah. over there sure um and then when you're talking about the palaces is maybe get a little more like uh more descriptive of like the actual like if his palace is like a mansion up on a hill mine's like blah 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 uh-huh. and uh but it's like in her like i live in hurricane country because he's got a huge porn basement or something like that okay something along those lines uh-huh. uh, and oh, you also have the rhythm of a drunk octopus or you look like frankenstein had a stroke oh cool <laughs> i like both those <laughs> oh was that for the insert laugh here i enjoyed insert joke laugh here i think that it was I think you could use it at it's any like choose your own adventure. Right. Choose but you could just, you, it could be its own joke. Honestly, like, you know, one time when I saw Dave Attell, he did this thing where he said, I have a punchline. It goes, um, but I don't have the joke. It goes something, something clit the size of a knuckle. And the, and the audience just fucking lost it. He's like, all I got is a punchline, you guys. So you help me out. It goes something, something clit the size of a knuckle. But same thing with like insert laugh here, like insert punchline. Well, it, that was cute. Uh, thing with uh, the sports almanac thing uh, you could always say uh, what is he trying to back to the future part two himself he loves that movie yeah or has he secretly invented time travel and you know he's just waiting for his shot definitely not no so all right just thoughts I liked uh, I like um, to get lower to the mic so I figure it's easier <laughs> than hunching over his power stance I hope you're not uncomfortable with it I liked the deodorant bit and sweatpants and lace. These are good details. I liked your body language with the salsa. So maybe either just really commit to it, maybe be really, you know, like I am doing body stuff or, you know, or commit to it, but still suck at it. There's a part of the later part of a joke where I talk about getting called out like in three step time. Uh, So I don't know (laughs) if that would uh, like called out by the instructor that I'm terrible at this. So I don't know if that would ameliorate your concerns, but uh, I know it would. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. I do also just like insert joke. You could do something with like first dance in fifth grade. You know, like when you, uh, you do your first dance and ever at a school dance and you suck and you're covered in aftershave or whatever you boys put on. It's very strong. Um, yeah. Good job. Thank you. Clap wildly, everybody. Oh. For Cole Chapman. Whoa. All right. Your next comedian coming up to the stage. Take notes. Tell her what you think. Uh, and hey, get out your iPads and apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018 right now. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Valerie Vernali. I forgot that this happens on the Monday. <laughs> so I didn't prepare anything for you people. 
because um, I forget that comedy has to be funny sometimes. These are things. I don't know. Maybe I'll try out. Okay, so, all right. Um, a lot of male comics like try to make rape funny on stage, and a lot of you fail at it because a lot of females. Like, when you guys do a rape joke, like, we don't know if you actually want to rape us. Like, you know what I mean? It's like that classic racist thing. It's like, if Valerie Vernally, the half-black, half-white lady, makes a racist joke, people go, oh, that's funny because she can't possibly be racist because black people just aren't racist. You know what I mean? And they disacknowledge that I'm half-white and that I could very well be racist. These are things. Point is, one drop rule. Moving on. Point is, is that when women make rape jokes, it's different because we live in this bleak reality. Correct, Pam? Correct? Yeah. You know what I mean? We live in the bleak reality. So it's like there is a moment for women, I feel, when we're by ourselves in our own spaces, like, you know, doors closed, just us, that rape is like a little funny. (laughs) Like a little like, okay, like, what happened to me? I'm just gonna tell you true life shit. So my friend and me, we had a, a business, like, we when I worked for this company that was downtown, we had, like, events and shit that you had to go to or whatever, and part of the job was being fashionable. So my friend was like, hey, I just bought a new maxi dress that looks really good on me. And mind you, my friend, she's a gorgeous person. She's five foot eight, and she's, like, super, you know, tall, thin, and then she's a fat booty. I'm talking, like, you think Kim Kardashian is a fat booty? she doesn't okay I'm talking like I'm talking like imagine two of those on top of each other this statuesque <laughs> white woman who happens to live in San Leandro quote unquote but it's really just fucking Oakland because it's just trying to make it fancy on you know trash day anyway <laughs> point is she told me she bought this maxi dress but it really hugs her curves and she was going to take Bart into the city but she didn't want to get raped she goes he goes look like I'm gonna be going through this Bart thing with his dress on I don't want to get raped and I go, that is true. Uh, maybe you should just wear jeans or something because, you know, you do have the body for rape. I mean, you just do. You just do, Janine. You just have the perfect body for rape. I don't have the body for rape, Janine. That's what, I don't have it. I'm too top-heavy, you know what I mean? Like, only in certain neighborhoods do I have the perfect body for rape. Like, the mission, perfect place. Most Mexicans are five foot four. They get me at the knees, I'm done. I'm taken down. And that's how women... Because it's our reality, you know what I mean? But when dudes come up here and say, ah, oh, rapey stuff, we just go, no, dude, falls flat. Just, we don't get it. But that's a real conversation that happened. And I told a male comic about this, and he goes, whoa, too far. And I go, it's our lives, man. How the fuck are you going to tell me? You know. I'm glad you laughed at that. What else do I want to talk about? Louis C.K.? <laughs> I just, I feel like I was talking to Ian about this. I feel like Louis C.K. is just doing a big long con. Like I just feel like, because <laughs> I ended up reading the response that he said about the whole thing, and like the fact that he number one apologized to the cast and crews of his shows more than the ladies, which I loved. I was like, ah, I'm sorry, I did these. Things. I mean, I I wasn't totally in wrong because I asked and shit, but whatever. The point is, I just feel like this is like he's gonna do some ultimate punchline shit or he's got to die similarly to the Carradine dude, right? Like, he definitely has to die by putting a belt around his fucking throat and trying to jerk off and come and do all this stuff at the same time. But it's only only if it's back on, like, the best callback of all time is only if he comes on his own stomach. Am I right? Like, only if he comes on his own stomach. All right, that's all I got. That's it. Valerie Vernelli, everyone. 
I, I, the Louis C.K. thing. Yeah, I mean, how long will it be in the news? But I still, I, I, I like, I like your tag, take on it on the tag on the end. I just think I, I don't know. Guys are gross. Comedian guys are gross. Like people don't know that yeah. they're gonna. Like you don't think that all these dudes wouldn't masturbate in front of. Like they just. I think they're just too embarrassed to. Ask. I'm sure someone's been masturbated in front of in the bathroom at, at Brainwash. I mean, it's just that they don't have any power, so it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. The only difference is that Louis C.K. can make or break your career. Other than that, like, dude, I'd love him to jerk off in front of me. That'd be funny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, but isn't it? It's such a. It's like a guy jerking off in front of you is kind of like a sad, pathetic little thing, anyways. I don't but see I mean, it as I a think power like you're move. You're powerfully, like, smart, late. Like, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's, what's, um, what's a one drop rule? Oh, it's like uh, if you're one, if you like you have any black in you, you are black. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Black people care about it more. Right, like the, why the word octoroon exists. Yes. Okay. Yes. Octoroon oh. means you, yeah. You're like an eighth black if you're yeah. an octoroon. There's also one sixteenth black, which is like insane. <laughs> but, you know, people, that's Rachel Dolezal, right? Like that's... <laughs> Anyway, uh, just one bit. You were talking in the beginning about you know guys don't know that they can't do this on stage. Like they just haven't figured it out yet. Like they not they shouldn't be talking about this stuff on stage because they just don't have a realistic perception of themselves. Uh, you could say I don't get why. Like you know the Germans figured out they had they can't make Holocaust jokes anymore. Like like that's pretty obvious. Uh, I don't know something along those lines. Like why can't guys figure it out? Why can't? Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. Direction to go with that. Right. I thought it was a funny story, the body for rape, and that you don't have a body for rape, and the whole thing about a Mexican taking you out at the knees. That's that's funny stuff. Low center but of is it, like, should I, I mean, is that, do I walk a problematic line with that? That's my I don't question. think so, but I, I don't, I don't give a fuck about anything, so I don't, <laughs> like, no, seriously, I'm like, yeah. the only thing I won't do is I have learned as a skinny bitch, I cannot tell fat jokes. Mm. That's I the only thing, you, you can't, I mean, you, I, I try, dude, nobody laughs. Nobody laughs, really? Yeah. Huh. It's weird. May, I don't, I don't know. It's a weird thing. The only problem with the body for rape is just like. Realistically, every kind of woman gets raped. Old ladies, every kind of lady. No, I know. You know that. Of course you know that. So that's, I yeah. got, maybe I'm just like intellectualizing it, but I'm like, well, then it's not really, you know what I mean? But the, I don't know yeah. if other people in the audience would do, go there I that I, where I went. I will think about this. Old, old lady, if you're going to knock someone down too, who better to knock down than an old lady? She's sure. definitely got the body sure. for rape. You knock her down sure. easy. Maybe I need to define the body for rape. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there still could be uh, something there. I don't know. Because used to, the joke used to be that I have the body for molestation, oh. and she has the body for rape. Like she is the form, the platonic form. That's funny. So people will only t- they'll just touch your boobs inappropriately, but they don't want to like get in your booty. Yeah. Same. Uh, oh, I had Maybe. one. Uh, it's just a tag. I don't know why it keeps going in my head, but uh, you do. The phrase a rape joke stolen valor <laughs> keeps going through my head. Rape joke stolen valor. Yeah, you know, have you ever heard of the phrase stolen valor? Yes. Yeah, so it's like, I was just like, just some kind of term of that, but it's like, it's like, a, yeah, it's just rape joke stolen valor. Just seems I'm typing this down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also the other one, too, is like the one drop rule. You're like, you know, you could like, if you just explained exactly what it was, because, you know, we're ignorant of shit, and then also be like, it also applies to using the N word if you don't, <laughs> for that same, True. That same person, right? True. So, I don't know. Maybe I could say I'm getting away from, with murder for that one because I am there you go yeah either way 
Can you say the N-word? Of course. Do you? I've been told I can't by people who are oh. African, Whoa. like full African That's descent. Great. Yeah. Full I African have. dictates that? Really? Yeah. That's insane. Like, for, their parents are from Nigeria, and I said it, and they were like, you can't say it, and then everybody else calls me it, so I'm like, whatever. Whoa. I don't understand. <laughs> I know it's a weird fucking thing. Ian, any comments, or was the brilliance too much for you? <laughs> Uh, I would say, uh, oh, uh, you should uh, smile more. Smile more. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a fuck. You. Ha- somebody has to die tonight. All right. Thank you guys. Yay, Valerie Vanelli. Yay, Valerie Vanelli. Your next comedian. Just got a great laugh there at the end of uh, the end of Valerie's set. Clap your hands wildly for Ian Levy. Hey, uh, I, w- I will just say one thing. You said uh, German people don't make Holocaust jokes. They shouldn't. They they do. I, I have a I have a I have a friend who went to Berlin, Germany, and they said fifty percent of the comics were making Holocaust jokes. They're just it's like the hack material in Germany. That's what. Uh, no, there's nothing legally. Legally, they're not allowed to own Mein Kampf. But yeah, yeah, you can't deny the Holocaust. But uh, joke about it. <laughs> it's all it's all game. Anyways, that was just a a slight. Uh, uh, housekeeping thing I thought I would bring up. Uh, recently, uh, um, recently I've been uh, 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 the last few uh, days I've been making arrangements uh, for my father's funeral. Um, he's not dead. I just want him to know uh, it's my time now. So that's <laughs> just don't forget. You know, you want to have dreams, shouldn't have kids. That's what I say. That's, that's what I say, Dad. I'd leave around brochures for retirement homes around the house. That's my thing. Um, I got to go. Uh, uh, recently, I went to a, um, a party where I only knew one person there. I was just hanging out with a friend, and they're like, oh, do you want to go to this house party? Uh, and normally, I don't like doing those things, but this time I just went. Uh, I didn't know anyone, and it was just kind of free. Like it's just like it was like going to a party where the rules don't matter. Like it, you just had free reign. I basically just hung out with the uh, the cheese platter the entire time, uh, and that was pretty good. I will say one thing: it was like a tech party, uh, and uh, there was uh, one black guy there at the party, and it seemed like people would make a like they would go up to him and then almost like go like Hah! and like clear their throats and be like i'm talking to this guy like do you see me huh do you see what i'm doing uh, so i started talking to him um uh you know he seemed like a stereotypical black so he uh uh, you know, he grew up, uh, in, he told me in the, in the ghettos, uh, of a place called Portland, Oregon. It's just a weird, uh, interesting, interesting fellow. He told me, um, you know, he didn't grow up, uh, with a strong father figure, uh, cause he had two mothers. So just, <laughs> I thought that was funny, but no, <laughs> just dumb. 
you try. Sometimes you reach for the you reach for the stars, and then you just fail. You just it was a whole other bit I was gonna try to do. It's uh, uh, just bad. Yeah. Here's another thing. I think I think memory's weird. Memory's a weird thing. I don't understand the way my my brain works. Like if you if you tell me if I've met you for the first time, you can tell me your name, uh, and within three seconds I will have forgotten it. Uh, but with crystal clear clarity, uh, I can visualize the worst dog shit I have ever seen. <laughs> like sense memory. I guess it was really gross. I was walking. I was. It was on the sidewalk. Not the uh, the dog. There was something wrong with the dog. <laughs> like clearly, and the dog. It was one of those things where the dog was was facing away from me, and it had his like knees bent. But it like looked back with shame, where it just kind of did like a, and then and it was almost like just like 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 a warm fudgicle fudgicle fudgicle. Where it just like <laughs> exploded onto the ground, and I could I could picture it perfectly. It had ripples. It had ripples of shit. Why does my brain go like we're gonna need this for later? That's the this is something to store. This is important. <laughs> you need to wake up at twelve thirty a.m. horrified. Uh, okay, yeah, that's my, that's my time, guys. Ian Levy, no wonder no one talks to him at parties. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, I'd make fun of yourself more about why people weren't talking to you at the party. Did you look funny? Is it the beard? Is it your, is it your new, newly burgeoning Jufro that's the same length as your beard? Is it the fluffiness? What's wrong with you that you have to talk to the cheese plate? Um, and, and, and come up with a name for that thing of talking to black people to look like you're talking to black people. That, what, I don't, what would you call it? Like, if you had a, a cheeky name for it? Being a liberal? Well, yeah, like, whatever. Like, but it's the, the concept of, like, I want people to watch me talking yeah. to the black guy. I thought that was all pr- I, pretty I had funny. A, a longer bit to that joke that was more racist. But ah. I decided, Do it I, decided I cut it midway through because I was really like, I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. And I have, I have one more, my, one more thing is that, that my why would you focus on the poop itself on the ground? I think that poop coming out of a butthole is much more interesting than what it does on the ground. Were you not like watching it cascade from its actual butthole? Um, cascade is a good word. No, I, uh, I was, I okay. was walking up behind it as, the, as the shit was happening. So, but you didn't, you didn't describe the butthole. You described the poo on the ground, which okay. I just find interesting. I just, yeah, I, yeah. What kind of dog was it? What? Yeah. Well, I mean, you did, you did like a very half-assed dog act out. <laughs> Which, pun intended, I guess. And I like the part when you turn around shamefully, but I don't think your yeah. uh, face was shameful enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did, but, I was. Yeah, I was kind of. I wasn't really feeling it. I should have committed more. You got to commit to the dog well, shitting okay, act out. More, okay. I, I was gonna do more of like a. What kind of face like that? Is that more of a... have another dog in the corner cover its nose with its paws, like a classic dog move. No, um, I was thinking uh, the end there when you talked about, like, the the punch about you, your brain clearing room for that uh, terrible memory. I think you could uh, definitely go into that aspect of it more. I feel like you touched on it only for a minute, or, like, only for a bit, just to kind of get that quick punchline off. But I think there's just, like, much more room to expand on that. Like, the inner workings of your kind of memory officers like we gotta we gotta clue this shit out it's like fuck all yeah, these yeah. temporary names shit we don't need this your <laughs> dog took a giant shit let's remember this forever or it's like 
Yeah, I can remember this in perfect detail, but I can't remember. Fuck, like I already forgot it. Yeah, like, yeah. Something like that. Act it out. Much more visceral. Oh, Valor, you had a. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got a fucking couple of notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> First of all, like the thing, the thi- I don't know why this seems funnier to me. If you're going up to the black guy and you're trying to do your part, and then the dog shit thing comes into your mouth. <laughs> Okay, combine the two. Something about, like, just, like, yeah, he's telling me his life story, but this dog shitting. I don't know. Plus, or if you're going to do the black thing, you got to, like, be comfortable. You have to be more comfortable with it than everybody else is going to be. Yeah, I was just, I work it, because I think the actual way I want to do it isn't, because I was kind of talking about it in the third person, and when I actually, uh, the way I actually wrote it is me being the racist, like, person, of, of, like, but even then, it's like you're not racist. Just think what you're saying isn't racist. Just don't yeah. play it like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, no, that's fair. Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, and get a better sweater. Ah, oh, there it is. There you it look. Is. I mean, you look like um, Freddy Krueger before he got um, burned. <laughs> Right before I got burned. Yeah, it's like the stripy sweater. Yeah, I used to say I look like my sweater. I look like vegan Freddy Krueger. Oh, that's funny. That's really cute. A vegan Freddy Krueger. That's really cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, you could even when you're talking about. I still think at the party, that's the thing. Is like, of course, no one was talking to me. I look like a vegan. I look like a a vegan Freddy Krueger eating cheese or whatever, farting at the cheese plate. Funny stuff, though. Everybody like it? Everybody clap? Everybody clap. Ian Levy! Ian Levy! You're next comedian. Uh, Did great last month. His show got almost 30,000 downloads. Um, He had about 27,000 downloads in the month of October. And he just started his show this year. So he went, he's, he's a Zoomer. It's great. One of the top shows this month. Put your hands together for Arden! Thank you, Pam. Yes, that's right. I got 400 bajillion million downloads. I got all the downloads. They're all mine. All the downloads. God damn it. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just looking for someone that's just wants to play with my hair. Like, that's it. And I'll let me put it in them. Like, that's, that's really all I'm looking for. Not, uh... I'm 5'7", and my dick is six inches long, which isn't, doesn't sound impressive, right? But, but if I was just 6'1", my dick would be six and a half inches long. So, you know, <laughs> it's all about perspective, people. Come on. Uh, anyway, I... Every woman I date is some version of my mother. Emotionally abusive, an alcoholic, not willing to pay my fucking cell phone bill. Uh, you know, a million idiots on Twitter could solve cancer. You know, one of these days it's going to be, hey, I don't think Kim Kardashian should use that bronzer because it could block the beta tune. Oh my God, I've cured Parkinson's. I ate an entire pizza last night. 
Thank you. Uh, for the radio audience, it, it, that doesn't sound impressive, but for, for everybody else that knows that I'm anorexic, that's, that's a lot. Uh, and, I, and I've actually, since the last time I checked my weight, uh, some like six months ago, I've gained, gained uh, four whole pounds. So, so yeah, so, so, well, wait, ladies, don't clap. I'm 132 pounds, so, uh, <laughs> all right, anyway, um, you're, uh, all right. Uh, so everybody knows I've been putting my bye. Uh, I've been putting uh, my face on stuff. I've been putting on buttons. I just put it on hoodies. Uh, but it's taken me a long time to figure. Out. I should. I, I work in a coffee shop. I should put it on coffee mugs. Ah. Like yeah. What dumb stupid idiot me like coffee mugs? Coffee mugs with my dumb face on. Ah. It took me this freaking long. But here's the thing. Coffee mug much more expensive than anything else because you got to buy a gross at a time. Oh. Yeah. So if you get them, even at like $5 a pop, it's still. Uh, so I'll be charging $25 a coffee mug for anybody that wants one. Comedians, you're more than welcome to donate to me being more famous than you one of these days. You know? Thanks, Pam. Uh, that was everything I had written down. Um, gosh, yeah, I'll just uh, leave extra time for people to be disappointed in me. <laughs> so, uh, thanks very much. Arden, everyone, it's clearly high today. I feel like I feel like you did two different, two different, like like you had the the beginnings to the jokes were the ends to other jokes or something like um. Uh, well, uh, I have to figure out which notes were, which notes were who's the Parkinson's one. I'm like, what? I just didn't. All of a sudden, you're like Parkinson's, and I'm like, well, is so, this because you're high? Or no, I mean, I laughed really I'm, hard. I'm not, I, I, I kind of clipped it. So the idea is that somebody, while writing a tweet about Kim Kardashian wearing too much bronzer, realizes that that bronzer could be a component in. A cure for Parkinson's, but I've I've got to figure out the connection. Right, because I was like curing can. I was like, so the yeah, bronzer gives you the cancer. cancer, but then it solves Parkinson's. Also, I was high when I wrote this. Today oh, okay. Work, so, Fair you enough. Know. I would mention I would mention the being high thing. Yeah. Because um, and I didn't I I didn't get your dick joke. Why was six and a half inches? Because if you were six one, I would think your dick would still be six inches. What's the, where's the half inch come from? Unless it was like, well, no, you, I'm talking. It's proportionality. So if if you if my dick is six inches and I'm five, so it's a math joke. I uh, you know it, it's it's. But if you were you, six you, one, then it would be. Oh, I see. Because it's the percentage. Would, oh, yeah, so ratios. Be, yeah. And inches in height. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so 0.5 inches is the extra <laughs> inches yeah, of the, what the whole length. Okay. Okay. Now so I get it. So me being another you know five inches taller means I get extra half inch of dick. Not right. That which impressive. is an, yeah. yeah. See, I thought you were getting to the thing of like being five seven and having a six inch dick. Like it looks huge because you're short. Well, but the same dick so. on a tall body would look small because they're tall. But anything I can say to draw attention to my dick, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Fair enough. Yeah. Others. Wow. Is everybody Nobody? odd? Wow. John Gallagher has something to say. <laughs> I just I hurt myself. Yeah, that was a fizzy. Do do that. Do just fall, fall on flat ground. That's a good joke. Um, I just I think you should dig into more like that. 
hilarious logic. <laughs> I don't know about like talk about just how much bigger you'd be and how big your dick would also be. I think that's I think that's just a good joke too. It's like if I was the size of a building, my dick would be like oh, a, a meter and like, just a like, parking know, meters. It's, just, yeah. it's a silly exercise. Just like make it bigger and I don't know. Just go into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If you were four stories tall, your dick would be the size of a parking meter, which is like three and a half feet tall. Just funny. I like that premise because it's a math joke, so no one can dispute your numbers. <laughs> you know, people are like, I, if you say so, man. Like, I, I, I no did. Fucking idea. That's, that's why I picked six one instead of six foot or six five because I did the math and it comes out to almost exactly six yeah, and a half. Well, you could also you could even add to the joke and make it like do maybe a circumference joke that you've got a pi pi r squared on the radius with the, you know, because the girth yeah. of the dick. It's not really the length isn't really the important part. Uh, I think. I don't know if the ladies agree with me, but it's more of a of a girthy thing. Ladies oh, consensus. Oh. It's All, the girth. Oh yeah. Also, too, you could just uh, you could just refute the logic of the joke automatically too, and just be like, and if I was six one, my dick would be the same. It would wouldn't yeah. change at all. It's a dick. It doesn't that's doesn't affected by it. <laughs> yeah. Dick, right. dick joke, math joke. First time I've heard one of those. Yeah, the other we're trying, trying all the mics tonight. All right, any any, any last minute chances to, to shit on my jokes? Come on, anybody? No, no. Wow, you. Uh, you should uh, smile more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you. An equal opportunist comic. I'll, Never forget. I'll, I'll tell you this. You know what's what's the difference? Be- what's the difference between? Uh, a pile of trash and a girl from New Jersey. I don't think the good people of San Francisco should. Uh, as a feminist, <laughs> I don't know if we could. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> the pile of trash gets picked up. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway, good night, everybody. Jersey girls. Yay, Arden! <laughs> Join Arden every Wednesday from 10 to midnight on the Night Space. Uh, he had over 27,000 downloads. So he asks people every week, comedians, to be on them and read his High Time Story Times. You can find High Time Story Time Volume 1 and 2 on Amazon, Volume 3, coming out soon. Uh, yay, Arden. All right, your next comedian. Uh, hey. She's a funny lady. She's going to make you laugh. She has extensive notes I saw her working on earlier, and I'm like, damn, girl. Put your hands together for April Hirschman. Hey, baby. Hey, it's great to be back at Mutiny Radio. So I just I just realized this now. So the, a comedy stage is like a pool. It starts out really clean. And then all the men get in it and like pee and jack off. And as a woman, I'm just, let me get past all the rape jokes and the misogyny. And here I am. Just need to shower afterwards. Ladies, shower afterwards. I thought that was funny. I just came up with that. So, my sis, uh, my fr- my best friend is really getting into kink, and she's got this dominant submissive relationship with her master. And um, I want to be a supportive friend. She wanted to go to a sex party with me, and so I went. And just to kind of set the stage, it was like a lot of like fisting, spanking, beating, whipping. You know, it's childhood in Texas. People are working things out, and. Uh, I was just a voyeur, just observing, but I wanted to get involved in a scene. That's what it's called when you do a little something exhibition. And so I found a leather daddy woman 
to um, tie me up and whip me because I thought, you know what? <laughs> if you can't beat them, let them beat you. <laughs> Okay, so um, on a similar note with the exhibition, like I opt out for the, you know, getting x-rayed at the airport because that's just a free kind of sex party groping situation right there. It's always a hot black officer woman and she tells me to spread my legs and put my arms out and she's like, I'm gonna have to pat under the bra line and she demonstrates that and then she's like also in the inner thighs up to here and she demonstrates that and I'm just like, it's so hot and she's like, do you want a private room? And I'm like, I mean, it could be better in the private. And I'm like, no, I'm into this little exhibition thing and it's just like, they're so innocent and just trying to do their job and I'm just like, yeah, that's how I start my trips. I get a little, it's like a massage, it's sexual, okay. Um, Tinder is just endless uh, entertainment. I got off Tinder um, because I wasn't getting off on Tinder, does anyone? And But before I did, um, I was just, you know, swiping and judging. Isn't that what you do? You're swiping and judging. And then when the swiping is done, it's just a picture of yourself. Is that supposed to be symbolic? It's just you. And it says, there's no one, 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 new, new, new around you. Why do they say that? They could be saying like, you're hot, we're actively looking for new days. But no, that's not what it says. It says there's no one new around you. But, um, and I just get caught up on the bad photography, the bad photo choices, everyone making out with their dog. And um, I just, you know, you finally, you know, match with someone, you go on a date and, uh, you know, you're talking about who's your, you know, how many, do you have any kids, ever been married, where'd you grow up, who's your uncle, just stupid shit. And you're not listening, because all you're thinking about is, is this the face that I want between my thighs? That's all you're thinking about. Chins don't matter, look, chins don't matter. It's just like, so Tinder's good, I wish you could blow up with a picture, but you just put the faces in, and you just, as a visual, the, it's between my legs, the phone, and you just top my clit to swipe, right? And it gets a little messy when I'm on my period. You guys are a real tough crowd, but you're just all mean comics, so it's okay. I'm not going to take it personally. Um, what else about Tinder? Tinder tourism. That's when really beautiful, happy, successful women are like, I'm married and I have two boyfriends. I'm just looking on here for more friends. How fucking dare you? This is a safe space for depressed silent, angry masturbators. Don't put your happy, shiny face in here. How dare you? Um, so I just have a question I want to ask the group. So, cause people are always really good at like, I look like Freddy Krueger or whatever. And so if you have any ideas of what I look like, I'm not brunette anymore, so you can't say Natalie Portman, but, um, open to suggestions of what would be funny. And that's been me tonight. April Hirschman. April Hirschman! Are you gay? Me? Yeah. I, I'm a bisexual, lesbian, queer woman, yes. Cool. Okay, I wouldn't mention that because I go, was a little confused. Sometimes it was like uh, there was a girl or a guy. I just, I mean, I just throw it out there because you're, I mean, unless you like to be ambiguous, I, I would just mention it because I was like, Ish, I thought you were kind of gay. It, it, I just needed a little more context. I've gotten this feedback and thank you for reminding me. I shall announce my gayness. And um, That could be a bit too. Right. I, I can't believe that at the sex party, you weren't the belle of the ball. I think that every, I've been to sex parties and I am the belle of the ball. There are, f I mean, you can describe, just go in and describe the most of the people that go to sex parties are not attractive. That's you're true. really, really good looking. You're like at a sex party. You're like a 12. 
right? Oh, Pam. Seriously, I've, I've seen, I've been. It is not, you think it's going to be something? I, I mean, anyways, I haven't done any jokes about it because I just, I don't, I can't make, I can't make fat jokes. I'm not allowed to. Um, <laughs> And it, it won't, when you swipe or anytime anyone says swipe or all I can think of is swipe or no swiping, but that's because I watch a lot of Dora the Explorer, which is my own personal problem. So I don't know why I wrote down swipe or no swiping. Okay. Uh, do they not say leather mama? You said leather daddy, but it was it's a woman. daddy. Yeah. Mama, it's not hot. Da- it's still daddy, but it's not? good question. Not for, no. It's like if you're a feminine lady and you want like a masculine date, you want it to be still Got your daddy, it. but yeah, that's okay. We, you can explain that too. Give us okay. a little bit of the background on like what. The- yeah, you're educating a lot of people okay. in these sets. So, See, and I'm so queer that I don't know. So, thank you guys for telling me. I also think I look gay. This. Side. Well, you look. Uh, if you want to, what you look like. If oh, after God. you go into the voyeur stuff, after you go into the voyeur stuff, you just, or the the BDSM stuff, you just talk. You say like. You know, it looks like I'm wearing a leather mama outfit under my outfit or wearing my leather daddy outfit under what I'm wearing right now. Like I put like, you know, the spring collection over like some name for like the leather daddy outfit. Okay. Um, you said when the, when the TSA asked you about the private room, you should ask them, does it cost extra? That's good. <laughs> I knew there was something missing. Yeah. That's good. Um, uh, oh, sorry. No, you still got more? Uh, yeah. Right, go ahead. Uh, Tinder says you got no one new. Uh, that's fine. Show me some old ones. It's not like I don't look at. I'm not looking at new porn every time I look at porn. Like I don't go back to the same porn. Uh, and you say like this is the only part of the face you care about, which is really annoying because that's the part of the face that most people blur out when they send uh, pics of themselves, like dirty pics. Oh. You're like it's annoying. That's that's the part I want to see. Like right. I don't want to see the bottom half of your body. I want to see the part that you just blurred out. I'm right. thinking about that. Uh. Well, so I was, you, you bring up uh, being a voyeur in the beginning, and I was thinking if you do that sequence of jokes again, you could tie in voyeurism to the uh, TSA pat-down. Uh, so you'd just be like, should you take meals to a private room? It's like, no, I want them to watch. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, no, like I want that. them to watch. Just, okay. Um, so, yeah, just... yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then the, I don't, in terms of uh, things you look like, I mean, it's uh, obviously more fashion-based, but you could be like the lesbian equestrian. Uh, Lesbian equestrian. Pretty good. And then uh, you do like a, like um, I'm trying to think like a something like a Charles Dickens character. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's outfit based, but more just no, like that's what. All, that's all well, I but when you yeah. you should mention the shaved head as a being like super queer. Be like, I'm sporting the lesbian look this week, as you can see, because you yeah. talked about how your hair used to be brown. Well, you said that last week. You said uh, I shave the side of my head, which means. I also like women. Like that was one of the things you said last week. Yeah. It was like a throwaway line. That was yeah. really funny. Like, okay. that's something you should really work in. I know. Cause I'm still trying to figure out though, why that is gay. I just did it cause I knew it was, but <laughs> I know there's an even better joke than we've found yet with the side shave, you know? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, why is that? Maybe just think about why is that super gay? I mean, it, it could be like legend of Billie Jean punk history that like, you know, masculine women, something, right? Sure. Yeah. So, like, on this side, I'm like Demi Moore. On this side, I'm a bull dagger. Something. Okay. Well, yeah, you're. What? And think, think of two. Think of two Demi Moore characters. One where she's all like, 
this side is Demi Moore and striptease, and this side is Demi Moore, G.I. Jane. Yes. Right. That's, so that's too obvious. You got to go. Yeah, something. it's too obvious. It might you be too go obvious. Something, yeah. You got to do a reversal. You got to do Or who is she? Um, 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 uh, um, oh, um, she's um, so cute, and she has a Lori Petty plays Tank Girl. Tank Girl. You could right. do one side is Lori Petty because she has blonde hair, too. One side is, you know. In Tank Girl, and then the other is Pamela Anderson and Barb Wire. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Pamela Anderson and what? Barbed wire. Or uh, barbed wire. Or even um, she was in North Shore. No, no. The, you know, the one with um, the guy who can't act, Keanu Reeves, and um, the guy who's dead, Patrick Swayze. She was, Lori Petty (laughs) was in that movie where they were surfing and she. Oh, uh, Point Break. Point Break. This is Lori Petty Point point break. Break. This is Lori Petty Tank Girl. No. Yeah, no, Lori, it's, it's Lori not, Petty's yeah. always Tank Girl, though. That's, I don't yeah. think she's ever. Lori the you do look like Lori 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 Lori
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the biggest falafel you've ever seen? Like, doesn't doesn't go well. Uh, one time I asked a girl, uh, do, do you think oatmeal is jealous of cereal? <laughs> she didn't know how to respond. 